0: Previously on Libel the Bible.
1: Scott's brain feels foggy after a day in a gay-friendly park. Whoa, whoa, wait a second, I don't like the way you phrased that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about no, it? let's move on. We expertly dissect the 2024 presidential candidates. Rusty's nostalgic about nostalgia. Scott's nostalgic about Star Trek. Ruth stands by her mother-in-law. Many generations later,
0: David is born. And now, the Book of Samuel. scott oh wow i am uh, your serene highness scott <laughs> and i am your
1: loyal servant rusty i guess i mean you don't leave me much room for uh,
0: anything else yeah that's fine that's fine that's what you get for trying to get me by uh it's liable to bible by the way it's it is bible. liable the bible the
1: bible it feels like for the audience it won't feel like a large gap because we managed to release an episode weekly yeah. but for we me like it feels like we haven't gotten together to record for quite some time now.
0: It, has, it does seem like it's been a while, and I was thinking I was going to miss you, yeah. and maybe I did, right up until you opened your mouth when you walked in and you started hitting <laughs> me with insults. As soon as I walked in. Well, maybe not as soon. <laughs> well, like how far into it? It was, it was not long. Not, it was not, not long. long. <laughs> with the insults. <laughs> not, you know what it is? No, I, man. I
1: realized the worst part of my week, the worst part of my week is the 25 to 30-minute drive to your house. That is the worst part of my week.
0: I totally believe you.
1: I get in the car, bro, and I'm like looking forward to like getting here and like recording and in my head I'm like you know what? we should like start recording right away instead of like push off like the previously on because I'm like ready to Fight go up, you know yeah. what I mean and then like 10 minutes into my car ride <laughs> I'm ready to fucking murder and I'm thinking like dark thoughts and I'm like not in a comedic mood you know yeah. what I mean like I'm not looking to make anyone laugh
0: yo I'm gonna tell you this man you sent me a, you don't normally do this you just usually text me an ETA but you sent me like the real time map so I could see where you were and I watched you stopped like in one spot by like opening near the by the belt parkway like you didn't move for like 10 minutes <sighs> i don't know if that was a thing on the app or you were actually stuck in traffic oh, yeah. over there so so android auto it okay sucks but when way. i'm driving
1: and i want to share my information like my journey you can share your journey and so what that does is it sends like a link to someone in your contacts mm-hmm. and when they click the link It gives them a real-time location for you, and it allows them to, like, if they need to do something, you know what I mean? They know exactly where you are at all times. It's like an Uber. When I do it through my phone, if I just connect my phone, I can access all of my contacts. But for some reason, when you connect the phone into your car's head unit to get it to come up on your car screen, and you share Journey, for some reason, Android Auto only gives you a small list of like your contacts. It doesn't give you all of your contacts. It pre-populates them and it makes no sense. It makes no sense which contacts come up. You just recently came up. I've been trying to like share my journey with you for a year and a half. You only recently came up. I've got like contacts, parents who I contacted eight years ago about their seventh grader. They come up, (laughs) I could share my journey with
0: them. So, wait, you want to share your journey with some eight-year-olds? What?
1: So, it's like, I don't understand what Android Auto is doing.
0: I thought my car was uh, the problem with Android Auto. It's it's super glitchy, man. Maps is super glitchy. And then I was in a rental car over the last weekend, and the same shit was happening.
1: I don't really have a problem with Maps, necessarily, um, but... Google products are, like, haphazardly, like, thrown together a Which is lot. strange.
0: You'd think they would be, like, the best of the best. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they've gotten to the point. And then they
1: discontinue services constantly. Uh, they rebrand constantly. Yeah. what are you going to do, man? We no. should really show them how to run a proper <laughs> business, right, Scott? They're, they're never going to get anywhere without yeah. our input.
0: Speaking of modifying stuff, that I actually relaunched the website today. So when you get a chance, take a look at oh, it. Oh, okay, that. cool. It's a, Listen, it's... It it definitely looks better, but it's much more mobile-friendly. Navigation's still a a train wreck, but I'm working on it, man. It's definitely head and shoulders above what it was just yesterday. Speaking of flying stuff, Scott was in Florida. Yeah, and the shit flies around that (laughs) fucking state. Holy cow. First of all, Ron DeSantis. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. Ron (laughs) DeSantis is doing a shit job, and I don't think I want to take his money anymore. You know, everywhere I went in Florida, I was in the West Palm Beach area. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I went. That's like north of Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, like not for yeah, yeah, maybe like that. 40, 45 minutes yeah, yeah, It's like drivable that. if you want right. to like hit it. Um and I gotta tell you, man, for a fucking like white supremacist state, everywhere I went had definitely had Latin influences on it, man. The music, the food, everything. It was it was it was real cool. I mean I mean it was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, what is DeSantis doing down there? I thought he was gonna make that like a white nationalist stronghold. Well,
1: DeSantis is Latino.
0: <laughs> so is Mark Rubio,
1: right? DeSantis? So is
0: Ted Cruz, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. I don't know. I was expecting something completely different. And I got to tell you, people were polite. Nobody told Scott. me to go fuck myself. Like, Scott. It, it, like, like, woke, woke, Scott. Is, woke is a lie. You want
1: to be taken seriously in political discourse. Yeah, sometimes. What do you mean sometimes? You want to be taken seriously. Sometimes. sometimes. I'm going to make a suggestion. Sure. Stop making reductive arguments. Reductive arguments. Yes. <laughs> so um, you think I need to explain to the audience what reductive Go arguments right are? Go right ahead. All
0: right. I'm actually pretending
1: I'm explaining it to you guys, but we all know Scott's what that really
0: needs to hear. Google, what is reductive?
1: <laughs> so a reductive argument, it's almost like what it sounds like. You reduce the argument to like... Not even like a bare essential. It's like, yeah. Right. So you take a very nuanced, complex issue. Nothing nuanced about it, man. So, and then you just argue like some obscure point about it. Sure. That doesn't make up the whole. Sure. So, when you talk about like Republicans a lot, right? I didn't say that. You immediately go to identity politics. I just talked about Ron DeSantis, man. Okay. All right, good. Good. I'm just saying, like, you immediately always go to identity politics arguments. And what that does is it becomes easy for the other side to start poking holes in your argument. They'll start throwing like their, like, um, you know, identity politics. It's like, it's already like the script has been written, and you're all following the script. You're like, basically, <laughs> you're, what do you call it? You're the, you know, those characters in like Grand Theft Auto, the yeah. pre-populated yeah. characters. Right. Yeah. The the NPCs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, stop... I would suggest. I'm not telling you to stop. No, you said stop like I'm four times. Now you. you're suggesting. You're, but you I am said suggesting that. that if you want to be taken more seriously, <laughs> <don't, it> really <laughs> all right, that's fair. <laughs> not in this. Not in this environment. That's not fair, in this, uh, bro. That is fair. Yeah. You do what you need to do. So, continue. You were in Florida. Yo, man. It's, all it's, I'm it's, saying it's is not. It's not the white nationalist stronghold that you expected it to be. Not at all. At least that Well, part certainly of Florida. not where you were. All right. You what, were, like, in, in a metropolitan area. I mean in,
0: civil, in a civilized area? You're not area? traveling
1: to, like, you know, towns that, like, border the Everglades or, like, the Florida Panhandle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would anyone do that? People do that. I took one of them airboat rides through the Everglades. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you this, Woke is alive and well in Florida, Mm -hmm. so he's not even, I'm going to reduce this to that, he's not even handling that promise. I heard him say, Woke comes here to die, that's what Florida does, kills Woke, and it's alive and well. So I'm just going to say to the people voting for him, why are you voting for him when his main argument isn't even being fulfilled? His main campaign promise is not being fulfilled. What's his main campaign promise? Mm -hmm. Florida, where woke goes to die. That's it. That's all he. That's all. Well, he's technically, about. he hasn't
1: announced his campaign yet, even though he's oh, I don't gallivanting advancing all around the country. <laughs>
0: I don't know. So uh, you went. To,
1: so you went to Florida, so you can come back and complain about like
0: Florida. No, no I did not co- go there. Why did you go to Florida? Scott? Oh, we had uh, some friends were uh, getting married, but they're getting ra- married in uh, Trinidad. I don't give a fuck so, about that. So th- you the fuck you asked me for then? I thought you went for like that music festival. No, I'll get to the music festival uh, in a right. second. I often have, because I'm, I am I live a life of privilege and a yeah. lot of good luck comes my way. Mm-hmm. For instance, when I went to Albuquerque, we randomly picked the days we were going and it happened to be the Balloon Festival weekend. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Got to see the Balloon Festival. Mm-hmm. We happened to be going down to West Palm Beach for an event and Sunfest serendipity. <laughs> serendipitously <laughs> was playing at the same time, so that was really cool. Oh, so, all right, yeah. cool. So, I got to see you uh, have one of your favorite bands, man. One of my favorite bands, yeah. Which were the
1: Killers? The Killers. Yeah. Aren't you a big fan of them? Though? I would, I would, I wouldn't say they're one of my favorite bands. Like we would really have to expand. Like, what are my like the number
0: included in one of top ten? No, not top ten. Pr- I mean, of present that you're listening. I don't mean of all time. But like, like currently, man, currently in my rotation, yeah, like, probably know. not. No, no. Right, so but apparently that's, I... that's that's doesn't
1: say anything. They're a great band. I love Killers. Okay. I love Killers. I wouldn't say they're one of my
0: favorite bands. I, you know, I, I, I it kind of sucks because like I'm not a particular fan of theirs. Yeah. I'm not a not not a not fan. I just I don't really know their music that well. So I'm surprised by this because
1: your wife, she's a fan of Imagine Dragons but it doesn't seem like she's very familiar with the killers' music. It was she knew a lot more of it
0: than I did, so yeah. she's 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 got a pass. Because I would say they're very like similar. Yeah, yeah perhaps. Imagine Dragons. I'll and say this: they killers. sounded great. Yeah. Um. It was an outdoor event, so you know you, sometimes they don't sound so good. Yeah. But it was pretty. It was okay. Okay. We chose to be out of the crowd. Yeah. We were in the crowd. There was a uh, there was a band from Brooklyn that that played uh, Sunshine Bean or something, mm-hmm. and they were pretty good. Uh, she had they had, a, they had a female front woman. She yeah. could sing. She was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, so it was good. Yeah, it was good. You was were good. there
1: for one day, for the uh, festival. I mean, for the, for music the festival, though. just one day. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, the previous day, I didn't realize Ziggy Molly was there. Yeah. And I would like to. Like, it would be nice to hear some reggae and stuff. They had like they had a couple of stages set up. So, but I I, I missed that. So I only yeah I only caught that last day. So it was fun though. And how was the wedding? Well, it was a party at someone's house. Um, some like rich person's house Like it was really nice Because um, the wedding's actually going to be In short of that But the party was fun the party was cool mm-hmm. yeah, So everything was alright Except I want to talk About humor Okay So I was feeling good Down, down in Florida Did you have a note like, trees. Did you write that down Like you had a note somewhere That you want to talk about humor I have a note right here It says humor Okay Because you know what I posted something on Facebook mm-hmm. You gave me an eye roll Like emoji mm-hmm. And the, the post went Something like this We're at the airport Coming home mm-hmm. Right So my traveling partner gets up to check, like, the board of the arrivals and the departures. So maybe she's 50 feet away from me. A good distance in an airport. She actually looks at the board in, in the airport? Just walking around, just wasting time oh, waiting yeah. for the plane to come in. Whatever, right? So now, an announcement comes over saying, uh, Stephen Cardigan, please return to security. You left some personal items. Mr. Card... Uh, no, they didn't say mister. They repeated, Stephen Cardigan, please return. They repeated twice. So I go, hey! Hey! Wouldn't it be funny if Mr. Cardigan left a bunch of sweaters at security? And she turned away immediately. Yeah. People, of course, looked up because I had to shout it almost. And then everybody went right back to their phone. Oh. So I was like, it huh? Didn't, it didn't no. get a big laugh? Like, they didn't get any fucking laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know what? Sometimes you swing and miss. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> our plane Even arrives. the greatest
1: stand-up <laughs> comedians have bombed on stage. So Sometimes you
0: got to take that L. You know, our plane arrives, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody had D-planes, right? So they had a couple people that were in wheelchairs. And I don't know if I guess they were airport-issued wheelchairs. So they had attendants staying with them, but I guess they had a way for transportation people to actually move them. So the wheelchairs were very close to where I was sitting. So now it's a big gate at an airport, not very crowded. It's like the last plane out that night. So it's not crowded, and somebody like jogging through the airport like bangs into the wheelchair, one of the wheelchairs, yeah. Like, with room, in it, yeah. Right? There's no reason right. why this has, right? So the guy sitting directly across well, from I'm me, I'm sorry, someone was
1: jogging through the it's airport. Like, it's like they
0: forgot something or something, so they got up quick okay. and they went to take a couple of steps and blah blah blah, right? So now, the guy directly across from me sees it happen too, so we make eye contact. So I go, humans, huh? And he's like, yeah, and I and I looked him dead in the eye, and I was like, I'm glad there's none on the planet I'm from, yeah. Yo, he went right back to his phone. <laughs> no acknowledgement of the joke. Yeah. I was like, all right, strike two. Yeah, yeah man. wasn't cool, man. wasn't cool, man. And my airport humor was not hitting. So, humor.
1: Yeah. Let's so, talk wait, 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 about Wait, wait, humor. wait,
0: there wait. There's two other incidents. You know, I'm going to talk about all of them. Uh, okay. So, I was in, don't ask why I was in a Costco in Florida on, on a trip, but whatever I was. So, at the checkout. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. I just want to have...
1: Like, let's do a quick recap for the audience so far. <laughs> Scott has now had
0: two attempts at humor in the airport. I'm working backwards actually because those airport happened last, but this one happened before we went to the airport. We're in a Costco, and there's a guy standing at the by the by the cashiers, and he's got like one of them scanning guns, right? Like mm-hmm. so he can scan products, right? Yep. So. He's wearing this so big- That way you don't have to take the shit out of the car.
1: Because yeah, Costco was- is like a big box right, store. Right. right?
0: But he wasn't a cashier. He was for something else. He was doing something so else. So we do
1: have listeners like, you know, and like abroad. Abroad. Abroad, right? Yeah. They, they might not necessarily know what Costco is. So us Americans, we're, we like to stuff our big fat American faces with food. Yeah. So instead of paying, let's say, three
0: pounds or
1: four pounds <laughs> for ketchup, or whatever the fuck you fucking limeys fucking have over you there. You pay
0: four pounds for ketchup. We eat
1: four pounds of ketchup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: fucking bastards we are. You
1: see, now if you had said that line at the airport,
0: Scott, I think you <laughs> that would have gotten the laugh. All right. So this guy's standing there with this oversized, like, scanning gun. Yeah. And Opportunity showed its face. He turns, and he's got a big name tag on. Bigger than anybody else's. Yeah. And his name is Ray. Yeah. So, on my way out, I actually tap him on the shoulder. And I was like, yo, you ever tell people that's your ray gun? That's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. And he, he actually. Probably, did he probably. Did he get it, though? He actually. Well, you know what? I don't know. He was very polite, though. He was like, yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. Smiling. So, right, I don't know if he it. caught the joke. I don't think or, he caught like, it. Or, like, it happened too quick. So, I walked away laughing. Like, yeah. ah, yeah, I got it. I got one good, man.
1: Scott, <laughs> here's the real issue, I think. A lot of times people aren't, ex- are, their mind isn't in that Fair moment enough. where Fair they're enough. expecting a quip. Fair enough. Like quips are different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my jokes are rarely quips. My jokes are usually like these long-winded, drawn-out <laughs> like things. And at the end, I say something like completely <laughs> like irreverent. That's like crazy, you know? Whereas you make like... Quick little like dad joke quips. Observational And if someone's not dad, in yeah. that like mindset, it's like either it's not funny it's dr- or it's dry or like
0: they're like, who the fuck is this weirdo? <laughs> and I, I get that. I get that. So that's not the humor I really want to talk about. I want to show you a picture. The listeners can't see it. Okay. But I took this picture. You should put it on the new website. I, I will not and I'll tell you why. So i want to show you this picture. I want you to describe what you see. Okay. I'm going to take a look. All right. I see um
1: an African American I'm assuming it's a woman uh in a black dress with a red stripe going all down the sides and up the sleeves and the upper shoulders with a purse slung around her right shoulder where she's holding it behind her. Okay. At an elevator. Okay.
0: So I'm part of some geeky Star Trek group, right? Yeah. So I posted this picture to it, uh, and I okay. was like, I "It was yeah, that so it's, moment."
1: It sort standing, of looks like sort of a Starfleet uniform from the new uh, the next generation. Yeah, yes. sort of. Not it's like, like the red it, uniform. Yes.
0: So I said, standing at the turbo lift, I realized I was out of uniform. So it got all kinds of nerd laughs, right? All right, It was hysterical. I don't show her face because I took I'm sorry, you said that to who? Who was that? My, my, my Star Trek, I posted on Facebook to a Star Trek oh, group. Oh, okay, right? okay, my bad. So now a lot of people laughed, and then one woman said to me, she goes, um, I get why that's being funny, and I'm sure you don't mean anything malicious, but do you think it's proper that you took that woman's, per- I'm assuming you said the guy, if you took that woman's picture with her permission, with the- her knowing that it was going to be posted on Facebook, then cool, if not, you should probably take it down. Right. So I thought about it. Yeah. And I went, you know what? I meant I, I responded to her. I meant zero disrespect to the woman, but I get your point. Thank you for coming at me in a respectful manner. Yes. I am going to take it down. You know what? I didn't lop her head off or her legs off. So anybody if she sees this picture, she knows it's her. Yeah, And you know what? I wouldn't want that to, for me or any of my family members, lesson learned. Thank whoa, you for doing it respectfully. Whoa, whoa. What did you say? You were like- You were saying something, and then you finished it off with,
1: like, literally, like, the last, like, two or three words, like, didn't come out.
0: Listen, so, listen, I decided I was going to take it down.
1: I didn't, her face isn't even in the picture. It's just her back. Like, who would
0: even know who that is? Nobody. Right. But I understand. So I got the laughs I wanted out of it because, yeah. you know, I'm swinging and missing after that. Yeah, right. So I got the laughs. So I decided to take it down. But I ended up being in a place where I had no service. I literally couldn't take it down. Right. It's like, I'll do it tomorrow. It's not right. that big a deal. It's not that offensive. Right. Right? I log in the next day to fucking take it down. And here comes the hate. Some woman posts on it talking about... You know, I don't think it's right that you take pictures of stranger lady bodies and put them on the internet for all to see. I really hope, especially in a group like this, we could be kinder and gentler to our fellow human beings. Like, blowing it so fucking out of proportion that, like, I, I I couldn't deal. So I was like, no, I'm not even taking it down. So she apparently complained to an admin, and they took it down for me. So that's the point I want to talk about humor. Like, yo, man, sometimes humor is bad. Sometimes it's said completely respectfully and it's a swing and a miss. Give people a fucking chance. The first woman fucking was completely logical and measured in her fucking response to me. That second woman was fucking crazy. And there was no need for it, man. That's all I'm saying. That's my that's my bit on humor, man. But
1: how come you didn't talk about all the people that like found it funny or liked it? You um, fixated
0: on I fixated on the negative. Absolutely. Right. Of course I did. So that's um, the problem
1: with like social media. That's my fault you, too, right? You, you I wind just up ignoring like all of like, you know, the compliments and you mm. fixate on the criticism. They weren't even compliments, they were just laughy faces. And by the way, <laughs> right. Well, right, but that's a compliment to your ego. Right, right. right. I was just little I want
0: to be stroked a little. Right, of course. We all do. So that's what the first swing in a mess, dude. And then I told all those other jokes, man. There's Billions of people on the
1: planet. You know what I mean? Everyone will not be satisfied by everything. Like, it's just impossible. Or everyone won't be satisfied by anything. There's nothing that everyone will, like, agree on or think is funny or won't find offense to or... Like, look at this goddamn fucking show. Yeah. People listen to this crowd. Like, you think I give a fuck about who's offended? (laughs) Yo. If you say something... With a clean heart, right? Exactly. And a clear conscience. And you know, like, where your humor is coming from, right? Like, sure, sometimes there might be, like, a good faith misunderstanding where you can have a conversation and explain yourself. But there are enough people out there that... um, aren't even genuinely triggered. They're like virtue signal. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. It's like, look True. at me. Look at how fucking woke I'm being Absolutely. and like calling Absolutely. this out and Absolutely. blah, blah,
0: blah. Oh, and she got as many thumbs up for her comment as I got laughy faces for my joke. Right. So, yeah. So,
1: it's, it's interesting that that's what you fixated on. I did. Like that person who is the outlier, really.
0: Most likely in
1: that particular, no, it's the outlier. Let me tell you something. Online discourse (laughs) is not real fucking real life discourse. People like people get like a people get a warped sense of reality when they join online spaces. Mm Because what winds up happening is, for example, political discourse on Twitter. You have, like, all different people from all different parts of the spectrum, right? So you've got, like, your hard right-wingers. You've got, like, your fucking libertarian Republicans. You've got your moderate Republicans. And same with the left. You know, you've got, like, your shit-libs, like Pelosi fucking lovers and fucking Schumer lovers. You've got your, quote-unquote, like progressives who are like into Elizabeth Warren, you know what I mean? Then you've got your sort of like left leaning, like wannabe socialists who are like into Bernie Sanders and, you know, so all of these people fight and argue, right? And then if you follow it long enough, you begin to believe this is what it's like in the real world. And then you go out into the real world. One, most people don't even know half the shit that is being talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, what? What is what? Washington, Nancy, what? Diane Feinstein in a wheelchair. Like people just don't know typically. Yeah. And second of all, their opinions are much more moderate, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not arguing whether they should be moderate. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying most people consider themselves more moderate but I feel that's because they just don't know the issues. So they're gonna say, well, you know, I'm moderate. Like I could see certain things from this side and I could see, but that's only because they don't know. But listen, how can they possibly know? You have to spend all day like reading and fucking to learn. Like first you have to learn what the news is. Then you gotta like find like people that you trust to, to like break that shit down for you. You know what I mean? So get rid of like all that propaganda. So, all that is to say, Scott, um, your humor, <laughs> right? Um, you have plenty of friends in your circles, uh, and they find your humor, you know, funny and just fine. And I wouldn't worry about some fucking whoa on Facebook. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That's what she's talking about. Can't we be kinder and gentler? Well, she picked, yep. she picked the wrong libel the Bible <laughs> brother to pick on.
0: <laughs> oh, so you, you're stepping up for me,
1: man? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm saying oh. she, she, <laughs> she thinks you're the problem. She hasn't met
0: me yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I never, lighten up everybody, man. Yeah. Take it from where it's coming from is my whole point, man. Um, I do want to have a serious conversation, though, before we get into the show. Um,
1: So... Speaking of, like, the discourse that takes place online, about a week and a half ago, we had a situation in New York where a homeless man was killed Mm -hmm. on a subway car. Yeah. For those that don't know the story, without getting into details, I guess we can, like, get into the details while we're having the conversation. Sure. Um... People on the train, some people found this man to be a threat. They tried to restrain him. Uh, one man in particular, uh, a former Marine, a white guy. Uh, the homeless person was a black man. Uh, the white man, who's from Long Island, he was on the subway and he restrained this man who he felt was a threat to people on the subway car. He restrained them by t- getting him in a chokehold and dragging him down to like the ground. And while on the ground, he continued to restrain him in the chokehold. Another man, a black man, was helping the white man restrain the homeless man. Mm -hmm. And he was holding his arms. The whole video is out. Anybody can go on YouTube. You could see the video. I'm sure it's made national news. It's in the public discourse. AOC is focused on it. Okay. And all I've been seeing online is exactly the kind of discourse that I've described completely unnuanced mm-hmm. discourse, right? Either you are a racist or you are in favor of complete lawlessness on our subways and people can do whatever the fuck they want. So you're a racist if you don't think that this person was murdered. Okay. okay. So people say that this was a lynching. I don't know. And if you say it's not a lynching, then you're obviously a racist. That is the discourse. Oh, I thought that was coming that out of your mouth. place. No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I specifically said like. I was going to interrupt Twitter. you. And I
0: was like, let me. I'm going to let you get it out. But okay, fine. All right. Sorry. Okay. So, what are your thoughts, Scott? My thoughts. As soon as I, I heard about it, and I saw I saw a brief video of it because I don't need to watch somebody get like choked out and die. Right. I, I can watch police videos for that. But um, here, here's here's what I feel about it. Um, not knowing the details, one of two things could have happened. You know, he did, me-
1: the video doesn't show him choking out and dying because oh, he, doesn't? he doesn't die. He actually br- continues breathing. He sits up. He gets picked up by an ambulance, taken away. There's no more video. He winds up. He dies in the hospital. He didn't die being choked out the way um, Floyd did.
0: Wow. I didn't know this because I, I no one know no, no not,
1: one knows this because uh, it's not
0: a part of the conversation right. because it's not convenient to the conversation. So what, what I was thinking initially was okay, maybe this man was a threat, uh-huh. and maybe the guy who choked him out is a hero. Okay, right? Or the man who was the hero, the mm-hmm. marine, and I, I don't want to say the marine. That's the, the guy. That, what do we call him? I don't want to call him the marine. The uh, the white guy. We'll call him the white guy. I don't okay. want to focus I on the his color. name. Yeah. Um, or that guy. Why not call pers- him the Marine? He's the yeah. former Marine. Because I don't want to like lump him. As, I don't want to label him as the white guy or a Marine. But you have to label him something. So label since him you something, don't know his name, <laughs> all right, the Marine. We're gonna call him. So the Marine possibly saw a threat where there wasn't one, and he reacted to a threat that didn't exist. Why he would have done that? Then the reasons could be numerous. It could be he could be a racist. I he could know be, why. He could be a scared kid from Long Island that that doesn't ride the subways. And even though he's a Marine, we can also mean
1: be, we can also be living in a time of heightened like alertness because there's constant like reporting on the news about like subway dangers and homelessness and mentally ill and bail reform right. and how crazies right. are out on the street. Right. Like the news makes it seem like we're living in fucking Mad Max. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people are on the subways already all fucking worked up and scared yeah. because
0: the the narrative has been created. It's why you shoot kids selling Girl Scout cookies when they knock on your door. It's why you kill. Um, so I'm going to bring up a, a, a story, that drunken episode I had in Tribeca yeah. a couple weeks ago. On my way to Manhattan on the subway, some I was sitting in the doorway. For people in, that don't know, there's sliding doors in the subway, and two people can lean against those doors. So I was leaning against one of the doors, and even though it says don't lean on the doors, the doors opened. Some guy gets on the train, and he's yelling at somebody who got on at the next Set of doors, and he's motherfucking them. Fuck you, this. Fuck yeah. you, that. You ain't a real black man. No, like they, they go, they're God, having some sort of yeah. thing, right? So now I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are they
1: vagrants or are they just like no, regular? But, but I don't like, see the guy. He's going yet, yes, right?
0: So I see the him. He yeah. lo- he looks like a regular person okay. on the subway, right? right. Did you um, look at his sneakers? He had nice sneakers. Okay, right, right? So I don't know what they were, but they look nice. But uh, you know that whole
1: joke, like Bill Burr. So Bill Burr, he's from Boston, so he came to New York, and he's like, I used to be, like, really afraid of, like, black people. He's like, but I figured it out. He's like... If you look at their shoes and they're wearing, like, fucking nice shoes, they're all right. He's like, because black people, he's like, the last thing they're going to let go is, like, the shoes. Because, like, you know, they'll leave, like, their apartment building and people are like, oh, shit, look at those shoes, man. So, so wait, 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 all wait.
0: Fucked up. You felt the need to interrupt my story yeah. to agree with some racist humor by Bill Burr? Yes. Okay. All right. That's a really funny skit. All right. So now he's yelling at this dude. Mm-hmm. I don't see that dude yet, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going, I I'm assuming the guy he's yelling at is the guy in the wrong. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking this guy is this guy is pretty heated about something. Something happened on the platform. Mm-hmm. And then I hear a microphone, like an amplification device. It's a it's a, he's a subway performer. And then all of a sudden I hear some bongos playing, right? So two guys were down there yeah. and they played some. They were they were doing their thing. Good, good. I had earphones on. Yeah. I had headphones on. I was listening to whatever the fuck I was listening to. So I took one out so I could listen. Plus I wanted to be alert because this dude looks like he's about to fight. <laughs> Then I realized the guy screaming that's right next to me is a little off because the street performers are ignoring him. So he's just a fucking angry guy, maybe some mental health issues, screaming. So what I did was I took out both, I took off my headphones completely and I put my fist in a ball just because I didn't know how this guy was going to act. But I never relaxed my stand. like I st- stayed leaning on the door. I was chill, but I just kept my fucking eyes on him because I didn't know. He was acting erratically. That same guy encountered that Marine. Maybe he's choking him the fuck out. My point is that, yes, I took I thought was reasonable precautions because this guy might have been acting a little erratic, but I didn't feel the need once. I never once felt threatened. I can understand why people felt uncomfortable by his behavior, but I did not feel threatened. Someone from out of town may have felt threatened, and that's probably what happened.
1: Yes, but we know what led up to the Marine choking him, and it wasn't just the guy who was standing there. He was verbally yelling. Well, this guy was verbally yelling. No, he was yelling. If he doesn't get food, he will fuck people up. He doesn't care. He's willing to go to jail. And then he like threw off like his shirt and like threw it on the ground. Like he was like making threats and making gestures, right? Now he hadn't physically like assaulted anyone yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. But All right, there that's was different a, than what I was dealing with. There was a whole then. scene where he was very specific. About what he was going to do,
0: so he made threats. Okay, this guy didn't. This guy was talking about. He was threatening one particular guy. He wasn't threatening people in general. Okay, I didn't know that. So it's different situations. Okay,
1: completely. So again, so this is the thing. Everyone, everyone is also well. There was one time when I, in in order to justify their like opinion, they throw in their anecdote. Like I just did, but (laughs) their anecdote has nothing to do with this. Situation. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I still haven't heard an anecdote that's fucking the same as
0: this situation. So, how many times have you encountered crazy, threatening acting people on the subway, Russ? Like, how many? Like, 20 times? 50 times? A lot. Did you ever get into a fight with them? Did you ever get into a physical altercation with them? No. So, I'm like, again, it doesn't matter because I don't know the particulars of this situation. So, I'm also
1: not a trained Marine. Well, all right. Maybe
0: I don't have a hero
1: gene in me. Maybe this guy's got like a hero gene. Like I'm going to do good for like people or, you know, I, you know, uh, this guy is threatening people and I'm going to make sure that nothing happens. I, I, I firmly believe when people
0: are threatening, they should get the shit smacked out of them. I really do. But I also believe that you also have an opportunity to walk away, walk away from the crazy people, which is probably what most people on that subway car did. I'm assuming. I don't know. You saw more of it than okay. I did. Okay. So, so I'm. At okay. what point is he allowed to put okay. his hands on somebody for running their mouth? Okay. I'm not taking sides here. I'm asking you a question. Well, we obviously have a different opinion
1: about it because what? I feel like he could have, in that situation, he was justified
0: th- in putting his hands on someone. You think the threat was real enough where. The, you're looking disappointed in me, Russ. I, I don't know all the facts, man. we we'll are gonna get right back to the show. But before we do, we'd like to invite you to come visit our Patreon. Each
1: week, we discuss a new topic at the intersection of society and religion.
0: We explore the encroachment of religion onto secular institutions, such as schools, workplaces, and government. In addition, we'll investigate
1: whether religion practices what it preaches.
0: So, after this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash Bible and join in the conversation. And now... Back to the show.
1: You do know all the facts. I told you all the facts. Oh, okay. There's people on the subway. This man gets on the subway car. He's at, acting erratically. He's agitated. So you were supporting He's asking behavior. for food or okay. money. He starts telling people in an agitated, angry way, yo, I don't give a fuck. If I don't get some fucking food, I'm going to start fucking people up. I don't care about going to jail. He takes off his shirt. He fucking throws it on the okay. ground, at which point this Marine fucking restrains him.
0: Right, so
1: you have all the information. Now you're arguing. I'm not arguing, man. Your point was you're you're, what do you mean you're not arguing? Not arguing. You're making an argument. I'm not saying you're arguing like you're angry and we're fighting and we're disagreeing like in a fucking bad way. You're arguing. It's it's an expression. You're, you're making a point. You're debating your perspective, your opinion. You're arguing is that you should walk away because like he's not like physically attacking anyone and like how do you know he's about to physically attack someone? Well, he, he warned that he was gonna physically and attack someone. And I can himself. make okay. an argument that like why would you wait for him to fucking break the nose that's a great point of an elderly Fantastic lady point. Sure. which he already did in the past, it turned out. He had two assaults that, by the way, are never mentioned in the media, right? Of course not. The only thing you see in the media is when he was like a Michael Jackson fucking impersonator on the subway from, like, fucking 10 years ago. Mm. Well, you know what? In the interim 10 years, he's racked up 42 fucking, like, counts. You know what I mean? Including, like, violent assaults. No, man, that
0: Marine didn't know that going in. He didn't know he had this record, man. So the problem is
1: the argument that's made is now around identity, right? So, like, that's why when I when you brought up like DeSantis and like you were making a joke about like Florida and like identity, it's like that's all I hear now. All arguments, everything gets stri- not even stripped down. You can't strip anything down anymore. Nobody wants that shit. Nobody wants to look at the fucking brass tacks at the end of it all. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to fucking code it in identity. And so now it is if I fucking don't believe that this Marine should fucking go to prison, I'm a racist. Of course, of course. Meanwhile, I was at BLM protests. I took my son to a BLM protest. I was disgusted by what happened to George Floyd. That was fucking awful. But I can also recognize the difference between what happened then And what happened here? What happened here was a fucking tragedy. A tragedy. Same as what happened to George Floyd. What happened to George Floyd was a crime. Okay? Because George Floyd, he got called in for like some crime in a fucking store. He wasn't resisting arrest. He wasn't like acting threateningly. Like none of that was going on. Here, I could totally see people being afraid, people being fed up. Just fucking fed up with fucking bullshit. And it's an indictment of fucking a lot of shit. And people have to fucking understand the fact that this is not like a normal everyday occurrence. This is like a once in a fucking lifetime, a once in a generation event. It's like a Bernie Getz thing.
0: Remember Bernie Getz? Of course I remember Bernie Getz. And you're fucking so out of line here. Rusty, I watch Fox News. It happens every day in New York. So it's like we're having this argument as
1: if we need to decide as a society, what are we going to do about this? Because it's constantly happening rather than acknowledge the reality that in a world of 8 billion people and all these different cities, things will happen every once in a while that are like some fuck, like just the convergence of like a whole bunch of fucked up shit and everyone being a victim. You know what I mean? Like you think this Marine is like happy about what happened? Like you think he I don't think for one second he wanted to kill this person. I don't think for one second he wanted to kill this person. Have they released
0: the cause of death? Was it the chokehold that caused his death? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't know. That might be the first thing we want to find out before, like we complain about this. <laughs> he, he had a blood infection I from mean, like a was, torn open bunion. He was charged
1: bunion. with manslaughter. They charge him with manslaughter on Friday. Well, so,
0: I'll, I'll say this. So yes, all right. If he was being the hero and that was a, that was a role that needed to be played at the time, I'm all good with it. But I'll say this: his arrest doesn't bother me that much.
1: Well, nobody would know. It's not like the Marine was like, I know this guy's got a rap sheet and that's why I'm afraid. Of course not. So you can't make that argument. uh, But I'm going to say this.
0: I'm going to say this. You know, if someone walks into your home looking to cause you harm or or, or harm your family and you shoot them dead in New York City, you're automatically arrested. Yeah. I mean, all the evidence right on the surface points to you defending your home. That's why you have a gun in the first place in your residence. You still get arrested because someone's dead. There has to be an investigation. Maybe an arrest is too much, but you know it's right that he can't leave the state. We need to investigate this. It was a very public death on the, not on the New York City subway. It started on the New York City subway, and that shit has to be investigated. We can't just say the guy was acting crazy. I took care of it. But why so the arrest? That's Go along maybe, with investigation. Maybe an arrest is too much. Like, right. investigate first. He was charged already. Yeah. That's, he see, was that's, charged with manslaughter. That's that's a little goofy. Especially since you're telling me he didn't even die on the subway. I don't, I don't so,
1: know. I don't know. Again, I don't mind hearing, like, real, like, arguments being made. Yeah. But to reduce it to this unnuanced yeah. conversation so where I'm people... Conflate this scenario with like a whole
0: bunch of. You have to treat this as a standalone situation. I want to say when I was when I was talking, I was saying it was either this or that. I was giving certain this because I didn't know this, this or, or that. that. You can get with this or you can get with engine, that. engine engine number. What train was it? The F train? And what? Which, I don't know. What train was the F train? I don't know. I feel like it was the F train for some reason. A lot of room on those floors. Like in those big cars. So like speaking a... of they're well, coming just, uh, into your house and wanting to do you harm. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Bible tonight. We're just tangenting all over the place here. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about people doing me harm first. All right. Go ahead. No, you were going to say something. No. You were like you were going to cut me off. Uh, you yeah. wanted
1: to. I, oh, actually, I cut you off. Yeah, and no. then you cut me off. No, no. And then I just. And now we're road raging.
0: And we have bought guns now because, you know, Second Amendment. Now we just shot up a bunch of fucking innocent people on the highway. You want to do something about that? Yo, yeah, like, well, it's timing out, man, because we're talking so long. It's just a timeout, man. And I don't know how to setting how to change the setting. So it's timed out eight times
1: already. Man, how
0: long have we been fucking talking so about nothing? what's going other, nothing on other. is right
1: now we've got a massive television screen. And it's, and got, our easily our, distracted. Like, it's got our like, logo on it. And I didn't say the first five times that, like, the screen went to black because Scott can't, like, figure out how to keep his screen on.
0: No, I never had to. It's not that I can't figure it out. But after, like, a sixth time in, like, 40 minutes. 40 fucking minutes we've been talking? Yeah. Yeah,
1: We're 40 minutes in. All right. So you're just staring at goes (laughs) black. I'm just to... waiting for it to go off again. All right, we're waiting for you to go off again. All right, so uh, you want to talk about the Bible? Fuck, not really, not at this point. <laughs> so uh, we finished the Book of Ruth. Yeah.
0: What do you remember about Ruth? Uh, she bought she, she a steakhouse. Uh, <laughs> <that's her name. laughs> Ruth, she she stuck by like her mother-in-law or something. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, you think we... Ruth's ever going to come up again? I think it was just to show the lineage to uh, David, right? That's that we're not talking about now. I don't know. I
1: I've started, so I've started trying to look at this goddamn book as a training manual, as like a way to be, you know, Why? like how to win friends and influence people. And so I think Ruth is like an exemplar, like <sighs> Ruth fucking like was faithful to her mother-in-law. You know what I mean? And so, as a result, things worked out for her. So, it's like a tale for people for the future, you know? Like, just because your husband dies, like, don't abandon your old dried-up, like, mother-in-law and leave her to just die with no, like, house to protect her, right? Because, like, her her mother-in-law's husband also died or something. She had, like, no one to take care of her. Everybody fucking dies. We get
0: it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Ruth is going to be of any consequence.
1: So, that was Ruth. So, we're going to get... We're starting the book of Samuel. Um, I have... What the fuck was that face?
0: I was just stretching my eyelids out, man. They're getting droopy.
1: <laughs> it's funny when you're like... When you make fun of me for being distracted by you. If I had a camera on you. All right? Um.
0: Anyway. So, Samuel uh. 1. Let's... I'm all distracted. <laughs> all right. Get it together, man. Let me piss you off again, man. You get real focused when you got anger issues towards me, man. That you get real focused on. I'm going to...
1: Let's do the timeline. I got a timeline for Samuel. So the events of... Bernie Gets Fan Samuel Club. took place between 1105 and 971 BC. Oh. Okay. Really? okay. So we're getting closer towards, like, Christ. Um, Between the birth of Samuel to the last words of David. Thus, the book span about 135 years. Oh, this is two books, so Samuel 1 and 2. So we're starting Samuel 1. So the two books span about 135 years when Israel was transformed from a loosely knit group of tribes under judges to a united nation under the reign of a centralized monarchy. The books of 1 and 2 Samuel and one and two kings combined are a chronicle of the entire history of Judah's and Israel's kingship from Saul to
0: Zedekiah. So that's a little background about right, so So when did this take place? Mm-hmm. A couple hundred years BCE, by the way. BCE? It took place a thousand BCE. Okay.
1: Hmm. From... 1105 to 971 BCE. So it's about 135 years. All right. So I I guess
0: these stories will probably get more and more relatable as they get closer and closer to modern times. Yeah. Like, you
1: know, uh, it's not quite the birth of the Beatles yet. (laughs) But like, maybe like whoever like Elvis was influenced by.
0: But it is Samuel's birth and dedication. Samuel 1. Samuel 1. There was a certain man of Ramathiam, a zoophyte. Are we going to start with this shit again? From the hill country of They're Ephraim. They're like, what's
1: an annoying letter? Someone's <laughs> right. like, Z. They're like, give me a name that starts
0: with Z. What's another annoying letter? You. Make that the second <laughs> letter. <laughs> this is <a> soup fight. <laughs> From the hill country of Ephraim. We reference the hill country of Ephraim a lot. Yeah. Uh,
1: so oh, yeah, there yeah, was a certain man. In Ephraim. Yeah, yeah.
0: Whose name was Elgana, son of Jeroham, son of Elihu, son of Tohu, son of Zuff, an Ephraimite. <laughs> What the fuck? So are we talking about? Uh, who cares? He had two wives. I don't know. Like
1: it, you got to like read the paragraph because now like it's kind of like you start getting like
0: lost. Like so let's see what's what. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna start it again. There was a certain man. Okay, fast forward. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children.
1: Okay. I feel like we've heard this story before. What's his name? Jacob. (laughs) Remember, he got tricked into marrying the sister of the woman that he really wanted. I got to be
0: honest with you. I don't even know how you fucking remember that shit. It's just all such nonsense. Now, this man used to go up year by year from his town to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Shiloh, where the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, 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 were priests oh, no. of the I Lord. Was that Phineas? Phinehas? 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 Oh, who the fuck oh, knows? Exactly. man. I'm sorry, I even corrected, yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. Phineas. I'm like, third it's Phineas. On the day when Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions I'm to sorry, his I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Yo, I, man. We gotta, Yo, man. gotta stop man. for a you second. Two, you don't have to read this, man. It's
1: not even. It's no. It's not you. No, I
0: know. It's you. No, it's not no, me. No, it's you. No.
1: <laughs> I'm just. I. I got to talk about these goddamn names. All of a sudden. First of all. They're bombing us with names like right off the start places, people's names, and they're all fucking stupid and weird. (laughs) They're all fucking stupid and weird. I already can't relate. If they're going to translate this book, give them like like
0: modernize the names. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I get it. Chad, it's um, here, the Karen. problem. My my problem isn't so much the names; it's the fact that the names are like extraneous information. Like, right, you don't, don't need, need that right. information. Superfluous. Yeah. I, I agree. You what? said extraneous. Eh, whatever. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about dropping the vocabulary section of the website to only, or just only include actual literal biblical terms, mm-hmm. not just all the words Scott doesn't know. Right. <laughs> But I think if I don't know the word, most people don't know it either, man. You think so? No. Uh, <laughs> you
1: think the- you're like in the 51st percentile? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I didn't deal with a lot of words growing up, all right? with <laughs> code and stuff. <sighs> on the day when Elkanah... Is Elkanah the guy we're talking about now? Yeah, all right. He would give portions to his wife. Pen- Penina and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her, though the Lord had closed her womb. Right. Okay. So he didn't love the other one? It's just a baby factory to him?
1: <sighs> so that's exactly what happened with Jacob, bro. You don't remember Jacob? Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: I feel like I shouldn't remember him. It seems Jacob like that's a, that's a name. Looking-
1: I got his brother's inheritance for like some stew that he cooked up. Remember then the brother was like, at least I'll get like my dad's blessing. And fucking Jacob stole that shit too. Remember, he snuck in and pretended to be his dumb fuck brother. Did he and then he fucking took off, right?
0: Didn't he put like fake hairy shit on himself? So like Yes, he did okay. all that.
1: Right. So then like uh he he ran off to like the land of his dad or whatever, and he fell in love with this woman. I think like Rachel maybe. And then like her dad was like, All right, you can marry her. And then on his wedding night, he snuck in like his ugly fucking daughter, and he banged the ugly daughter. And then the next day, the dad was like, oh, guess what? You banged like the ugly daughter. Now you got to marry both of them. And then he didn't want to, but she was the one that had like all the kids. And then the other one didn't have kids. And then there was some crazy shit where like she asked the other one slave woman to like come over. So... This this story that we're reading right now it's very similar. It's two women. He loves the one who's not giving him. Kids. You you
0: just had a very comprehensive previously on <laughs> monologue just now. You have, it is like yo. You is booked? it be, yo? Are you able to absorb this knowledge because there's like a lot of empty space in there? Like for like real knowledge that's important. Like you just like somehow like can remember all this shit. So Amy always like says like how impressed she is with my memory Mm -hmm.
1: and she thinks it's because i'm an ashkenazi okay racist but i don't i just think i remember certain things that other people don't remember and then you're like you remember a lot of shit and i'm like i just remember this like you probably like remember a lot of shit that like i don't remember know what mm, I mean? Nah, like probably, family yeah. guy skits. <laughs> <laughs> like you do like family guy skits verbatim. Like you could do movie lines verbatim. Like me, like I don't focus on that so much. Right, right, right. Like I try to retain facts,
0: information. <sighs> I like this book, yeah. So her rival used to provoke her severely to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. Are they going to mention who the rival is? Is it the other wife? So it went on year by year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? Like, well, why do you have to bring it up? He's well, not, she, so he knows
1: why she's crying. Yeah,
0: but, but but wait, is she crying she has no sons? Or is she crying
1: because this fucking bully keeps harassing her? That. And maybe she's... Maybe
0: he should just be
1: with her in her crying moment and not try to fix every problem. Right, you know what? We don't you know? need you to
0: fucking man-fix everything, man. Yeah, like, that. you don't have
1: to ask me why. Just be with me while I cry. And, like, support my cry. Yeah. Are, you, are, you the, are you that kind of supportive man in a relationship, man? I try to, like, see what is necessary. <laughs> 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 I'm usually wrong. <laughs> But yeah. I always remember the moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get the feeling you're the kind of guy who doesn't even realize
1: there's someone crying in the room. <laughs> oh, no. I'm very, like, attuned uh, to uh, fucking, like, any shift in, like,
0: normally.
1: emotion or, like, I'm very gotcha. attuned gotcha. to
0: that. You um, know, you say attuned. But from he a young it, like, age. Like, Rusty threw his hands up and, like, cringed when he said attuned. <laughs> like, it's almost like it's, like, a, bit, like a traumatic injury.
1: Well, yes, it dates back to my childhood. Mm. Don't talk about it. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. After they had eaten and drunk at Shiloh, Hannah rose and presented herself before the Lord. Now, what? I don't understand.
0: What does that mean? Was there like a skip? No, was
1: there like a time skip or? Yeah, they. Must is this have. a different like situation now? Like I feel like this should be like a different chapter. Yeah, this is this probably is a different. After chapter. they had eaten and drunk at Shiloh, Hannah rose and presented herself before the Lord. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. She made this vow. O Lord of hosts, if only you will look on the misery of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a male child, then I will set him before you as a Nazarite until the day of his death. He shall drink neither wine nor intoxicants, and no razor shall touch his head. Yo. Let me ask you a question, Scott.
0: Sure. Ask away, man.
1: At a certain point, The thing that you want, at a certain point, there's a price that's too great to pay for it. You know how some people say there's a price, you can put a price on anything? Well, you could sort of do the opposite. You know what I mean? So, in other words, she really wants this child. And I am going to ask you is it worth having a child if you swear that child away to someone else before you have it? What is the point of having that child?
0: Is that really what she's doing? I will set him before you as a Nazarite until the day of his death. She's
1: telling God, he's I'm gonna fucking make him a zealot to you, to the like Nazarites are those fucking guys, man, that are like all re- deeply religious and
0: yeah, yeah, self flagellating. You're asking the wrong guy, man. You, I'll get my left arm to play one game in the major <laughs> leagues, man. You are extreme. Darren Strawberry's yeah. a pussy. You are yeah. extreme.
1: You're right. Well, in my opinion, I think this is a bad bargain. It's like, what's the point of having a kid? The point of having a kid is like you try and like have them be better than you. And like the world is open to them. If they take advantage of opportunity, you provide opportunities. They are supposed to take advantage of those opportunities in order to give them options and choices in life. What's the point of having a kid whose options are already closed off? You have you know what I'm saying? So,
0: does she want a child for the satisfaction of the child and then being able to raise a child of her own? Or is it just like she wants the stairs to stop? Like, what's wrong with me? Interesting. Right? Like, sure. she doesn't give a fuck about it. There's the kid probably at like all. societal like, pressure. Like, yeah, right. So, after they had eaten and drunk at Shiloh, I feel like they're in like a bar and grill. Like they're in some fucking tavern here, mm-hmm. and Eli the priest was sitting on the seat outside beside the doorpost. Was he the fucking bouncer? Like, what the fuck is he doing there? He's drunk on wine. And man. why even mention it? Did she say it to him? Yeah. And do you think like what the f- what the hell is this guy's name? Elakana, whatever the hell his name is. Do you think he's like she's just drunk, guys? She's just drunk. Let me get her home. <laughs> she's like presenting herself to the Lord in the middle of a fucking tavern. <laughs> So, he shall neither drink wine nor intoxicants, and no razor shall touch his head. Right. The last person that didn't shave his head was fucking Samson. Samson.
1: Yeah, well, he's a Nazarite, so Nazarites have certain rules, so I guess they can't, like, you know. Fair enough. enough. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. He was like, you got a real pretty mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah was praying silently. Only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. Told you. There you go. So Eli said to her, Hey, lady, <laughs> want a cocktail? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. So Eli said to her, How long will you make a drunken spectacle of yourself?
0: That's what I said.
1: Put away your wine. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman deeply troubled. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a worthless woman, for I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation all this time. Then Eli answered, Go in peace. The God of Israel grant the petition you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your sight. Then the woman went her way and ate and drank with her husband, and her countenance was sad no longer. Okay.
0: So I you was You kept right. shaking
1: your head throughout Yeah, that. she was
0: making a spectacle of herself. Yeah. That's fine. Eli fucking insulted her. Yeah. Right? And then she's like, no, no, dude, I ain't drunk. I'm just fucking really depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, go in peace then. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, motherfucker. You just insulted me in front of the whole bar. Mm-hmm. Call me a fucking dumb drunk.
1: Uh-huh. Fuck you, Eli. It's funny that you bring this up because while I was reading it, I was thinking the same thought. But I was thinking if this was a TikTok video, <laughs> right, if this was a TikTok video, it would be this woman. It would be you like filming this one. The, Eli... It would be Eli's phone, right? His perspective. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, right it was. <laughs> and yeah. he's
1: seeing this woman, right, talking to herself. And he gets up and he's like, you fucking drunk bitch, shut up, you know? like, And then she, instead of her calmly like turning to him and like explaining the way she does here in the Bible, she'd be like, fuck you, you fucking Karen.
0: <laughs> and it would be like a whole fucking <laughs> scene would have started. <laughs> no, you're right. <sighs> so... She also says, do not regard your servant as a worthless woman, for I've been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation all this time. Yeah. When she says worthless woman, mm-hmm. was she saying a woman who happens to be worthless? No. Or all women are worthless? Women are worthless. She's saying, don't
1: look at me like I'm, you know, don't look at me like the way you would like just any woman. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Some fucking misogyny. You probably picked that up on that right away.
1: You, it's like gaydar, right? Like, <laughs> I can spot fellow misogynists. <laughs> yes.
0: misogyny R.
1: Keep reading, man. You're doing good, man. You're doing good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah. Elkanah knew his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. In due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, "I have asked him of the Lord." What does Samuel mean? How come there's no footnote? <laughs> there's the Every footnote, goddamn name yeah. there's a footnote. Now
0: there's no footnote. I hate to, I hate to do this, but I'm going to rewind back to um uh, verse nine. After they had eaten and drunken at Shiloh, that's when Hannah acted the fool, right? And then when she was went on her way, they went and ate and drank again. <laughs> there was a lot of eating and drinking. I forgot to point that out. But that's neither here nor there. All right, so Samuel, yeah, so Samuel's born. So now is she going to make good on her promise?
1: The man, Elkanah, and all his household went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and remain there forever. I will offer him as a Nazarite for all time. Her husband Elkanah said to her, eh, do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish your word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, Oh, my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore, I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. And they worship the Lord there. I gotta tell you this whole fucking dumb story. I'm so fucking annoyed. Because first of all, again, the fucking unnecessary names at the beginning, mm-hmm. like just for no reason, for no reason. Like it just took me like 10 minutes to even get into this whole story. Yeah. Then, I don't know, it's 28 verses long. I could've I can I can name this fucking chapter in 10 verses
0: oh that's pretty good man It's pretty good man you've got really good at condensing the bible verses
1: <laughs> i mean really 10 verses is so, all it so I,
0: I like when uh he's she's talking about once he's weaned i'll give him up so i'm wondering it was like if he said to like as soon as the baby was born like uh you said you were giving this kid up right because like he didn't want the kid right? <laughs> yo, he was no, yo not to be crude he's nothing inside her because he knew there was no kid coming yeah now he has another fucking yeah. kid, and he was like, you're giving this kid up, right? Yeah. And then he was he was at the end of his role, <laughs> when she's like, well, well, I'm done weaning him. Right. And he was like, he wisely said, you know what, whatever you want to do, sure, I'm, okay yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay with it, I'm okay with yeah. it. And then she shows up to the bar, where Eli's bouncing, yeah. and goes, yo, here's the kid I talked to you about I was going to have, here you go. <laughs> and he's like, lady, I'm just checking IDs here, like, move it <laughs> along, come on, what are you dumping this kid on me for? <laughs>
1: And by the way, who slaughtered that fucking bull? She's like, she
0: took the bull up to the mountain with her young son and they slaughtered it. Yeah, yeah. And you know I got to tell you because when I read a lot, like sometimes like I skip like half the words. <laughs> so it's a different story. I'm like, she took the bull? Like like cuz nice. her husband's right. a cuck and fair that's fair. And then they killed fair. the bull? Yeah, that's
1: I get it. That's fair. fair. That's fair. All
0: that's
1: All fair. fair. All right. yeah. So that was uh Samuel 1. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
0: Samuel 2. Hannah's prayer. This is Samuel 1 Samuel chapter 2. Is this the first time we've had like a multiple like two-part books? Yes. Okay. Um
1: I would like to <clears throat> I would like to read this because I, I, you'll not I'll never stop you, man. All right. Because there was I, I did, like, spoken word in an episode, like, earlier, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good <laughs> because I didn't commit. I do spoken word at home, but, like, out of thin air. It usually makes, like, Amy laugh.
0: <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Like, yeah. out of nowhere? Like Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll demonstrate to you right now. All right. All right, no pressure. You got this, man. There are times when I'm at home that I need to talk. I need to be heard. Because sometimes out here in the streets, people don't listen. So when you're home, you're in the comfort of your home and people listen. And that's just
0: the way it goes. Okay, so I'll tell you this: <laughs> you've been you've been spoken wording your whole life that I've known you. Actually, just not with a with a nice cadence like so you, just you did. Go. Like you have always had that anger and that that point I, those pointed so words the, and the and the ferocity of right. your mannerisms. That's right. I bring the fire. Yo, I gotta tell you, man. If you were you on a subway train, some marine would choke <laughs> you out. <laughs> So, I want
1: to do this in spoken word style where I actually commit. All right. So, this is Hannah's prayer. Samuel. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cool. All right. You don't think I
0: could do it, Scott? No. I'm I'm going to do it right now. Dude, I would never bet against you, man. All right. Stop the burping, though. (laughs) Hannah prayed and said, Was that like a throat? That was like a throat (laughs) sound.
1: Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My strength is exalted in my God. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in your victory. There is no holy one like the Lord, no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. The boughs of the mighty are broken, but the feeble gird on strength. Those who are full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who were hungry are fat with spoil. The barren has borne seven. But she who has many children is forlorn. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low. He also exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And on them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked will perish in darkness. For not by might does one prevail. The Lord, his adversaries will be shattered. The most high will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the power of his anointing.
0: Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> um, well done, man. Well done. Thank you, thank you. So I want to I want to talk about your reading skills. So if you go back up to like line four, sure, the bows of the mighty are broken. Yeah, like I guess when you read like that, you're reading your your eyes are going ahead, so you're seeing like the words ahead. Because when I was reading along with you, I would have pronounced it the bows as in bows and arrows but it's really the bow cuz bows break mm-hmm. bows don't break mm-hmm. so it's just interesting that like we would i would have mispronounced Did that. i say bows you said bows i don't even remember yeah, yeah. of course cuz you were in the zone man you were there <laughs> and you were so there so
1: basically like it's a poem where she's like sucking off god like god's god's awesome yeah i
0: mean listen and he'll man.
1: fuck you up if you don't like things so.
0: she she believes it and, yeah. and i believed that she believed it through your expression of her belief yes I gotta tell you something though. Now, when next time I watch America's Got Talent or something, and some spoken word dude comes on, <laughs> or, or or female or they, whenever they come on, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be as impressed with them anymore. Though. No, because I mean, not that not that you don't have skills and like it's, it's just, just like, easy to do. Yeah, yeah like, anybody yeah. could do it. It's, it's like just, uh, I, just, no, I couldn't do you it. You have to commit. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Sure, you could. Well, I don't have that kind of commitment skills. Well, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah, I got commitment issues. <laughs> Now I'm going to read This is the difference <laughs> Duh Eli's wicked sons So wait Are we going to talk about What she's saying No you did right just I
1: mean yeah She's off. like She basically talks about God And how great she, he is he, She follows him And you better too If you don't want him Fucking you up
0: Yeah When they left him there Before the Lord And went home to Rama While the boy remained To minister to the Lord In the presence of the priest Eli Did I read that completely wrong is that not really a sentence you kind like yep. yeah, of like slurred
1: a lot of like the words, Dude, like man, why do I slur So much.
0: I you're just. I read too fast. It's the committing to the enunciation. <sighs> because well, listen, man, in our very first episode, we declare that we're going to read the Bible not on air, you maniacs. Sure. And I was a big fan of not reading it on air. Yeah. And now we're reading it on air. Yeah. So I'm not in big my fan comfort of that zone. Too. I'm not. I'm. I'm a fan of the way it's working out, but I'm not a fan of the actual reading. Yeah. Cause, you know I don't read so fucking good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're okay. You're, you're a spoken word genius. No, I'm you're okay. looking like a superstar. Okay. You're okay with me looking bad. I I'm- get it, Rusty. I get it. You're always okay with me looking bad. So what bad. I'm
1: saying is you have to look at it like you're giving a performance. Uh,
0: but I'm not a performer, man. You are a performer. Nah, man. You just
1: told some stories about you in the airport fucking yelling jokes to an entire fucking airport. What do you? That's just what? That's being normal? That's just, that's, a story about, that's just telling
0: a story about what I've done.
1: Yes. You
0: were performing.
1: At the airport, you didn't do the it story for yourself, about it wasn't. You didn't do it for.
0: Bro. Yeah.
1: Then you're sitting here. I'm trying to do something. You're making, like, faces. I'm talking about how distracting you are. You're constantly putting on
0: performances. <laughs> Not the good kind, I guess. All
1: right, we're recording again. Right. I messed up. Eli's wicked so I, I gave up. I said, like, Scott's Social Security number on air. Yeah. I gave, like, his whole
0: work number. What, what's the, what, his whole what, what address. You, we, we, we call you, what, an oversharer? Yeah. You're an oversharer. Um... So uh, they got the the kid, right? So then they left him there before the Lord and went home to Ramah while the boy remained to minister to the Lord in the presence of the priest. She gave him up the way she promised to like. Now Eli's stuck with this. Yeah, he's going to be an
1: Azarite. Nazarite. Yeah. Nazarite when it feels so wrong. That sounds like a great name
0: for an episode. Yeah, we should do that. Now the sons of Eli were scoundrels. Scoundrels. Wait a minute. Oh, so, all right. We haven't heard about Eli's family yet, so we're just, just, just segueing right into Eli's family now. They had no regard for the Lord or for the duties of the priests of the people. They got no respect for his father, right? Yeah. Their father. When anyone offered sacrifice, the priest's servant would come while the meat was boiling with a three-pronged fork in his hand and he would thrust it into the pan, kettle, cauldron, or pot. All that the fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. This is what they did at Shiloh to all of the Israelites. What's the matter? I, I read like a dick. This is what they did at Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there. More- <laughs> I read like a dick.
1: dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I have like a dick is like someone who's just not a good person. Right, right. Oh, yeah, a dick, dick is... You read more like an asshole. <laughs> You know, like a buffoon, an yeah, 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 like a jerk,
0: yeah. yeah. A jerk-off. A jerk-off. No, a jerk-off is like, no, that's with malicious intent. No, a yeah. jerk is with malicious intent. Yeah. A jerk-off
1: is just like, you know, like a
0: dumpski. <laughs> fucking, you don't know any better, you fucking jerk-off. Yeah, yeah, How about I read like a dumpski? Let's just go with that. All, all right. right. Moreover, before the fat was burned, the priest's servant would come and say to the one who was sacrificing, give meat for the priest to roast. For he will not accept boiled meat from you, but only raw. And i give man- him some raw meat. <laughs> and if the man <laughs> said to him, let them burn the fat first and then take whatever you wish, he would say, no, you must give it now. If not, I will take it by force. Thus the sin of the young men was very great in the sight of the Lord, for they treated the offerings of the Lord with contempt. So what are they talking about here? They're talking about people coming and making sacrifices? like meat sacrifices and flower sacrifices and wine sacrifices, but they're bitching about the sacrifices? What's going I th- on here?
1: I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to do my best to understand what you've re- read. Like, it's in hard like, when I read it. Yeah, it is. It's a little hard. It's all right, though. You'll get there. You'll nah, get there. You're not will, used man. to it. I just don't know if I'm going to You're get not there, used. Man. It's a skill. You'll, you'll get there. I don't
0: like
1: um, this. You're no dummy. So <laughs> what I'm getting is, they're not following assigned ritual so like like especially food right like mm. Deuteronomy and numbers was all about like preparing food and a lot of um Israelite laws are centered around preparing eating sharing like foods when how with who so I'm thinking what this is demonstrating this is just a long drawn out way of saying yo Eli, the guy that she left her kid with, his sons, they're fuck-ups. Like, they absolutely don't follow, like, the prescribed rituals. That's what I think, like, that whole passage was basically saying.
0: Oh, okay. So they're they're, they're talking about the the sons of, like, not giving the meat the right way. So the first uh... sentence is,
1: now the sons of Eli were scoundrels. They had no regard for the Lord or for the duties of the priests To the people. When anyone offered sacrifice, the priest's servant would come while the meat was boiling with a three pronged fork in his hand, and he would thrust it into the pan, kettle, cauldron, or pot. All that fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. This is what they did at Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there. Moreover, the fat was burned. The priest servant would come and say to the one who was sacrificing, give meat for the priest to roast for he will not accept boiled meat. And if the man said to him, let them burn the fat first, he would say, no, you must give it now. If not, I'll take it by force. Thus, the sin of the young men was very great in the sight of the Lord, for they treated the offerings of the Lord with contempt. So it's basically, again, like, they weren't properly, like, fucking observing, like, the ritual fucking... Is Eli a Levite?
0: We're assuming he's a Levite, right? He's a priest. Right? Okay. So maybe his sons are priests. So his sons are priests. They're acting like dicks, though, in the priest like... They're not are acting priests, like priests. Are priests allowed to marry? Uh, and have I believe, children? I don't
1: believe so. So then why would he have... Oh, why would he have sons? Yeah. Shit. So, you know what? Maybe that's a modern thing,
0: but Levites are a tribe. Yeah, so, so they, they must have to be, be allowed. Produced. Yeah, there's yeah. a
1: lot of like weird contradictions. Yeah, I feel.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't think they've said anything about them not being able to have children yet. Yeah. That's probably a modern thing. All right, so th- these sons are priests, and they're being dicks with the offerings. Like, and this is the where best- this boy is being raised.
1: Does this child have a name? Has the child's name been mm, mentioned? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the child's oh, the child Samuel at Shiloh. All right. I guess the book of Samuel. So I guess she gave birth to Samuel, that, that woman. I'll stick All with right. Her. Uh, so we're on Samuel 1, Samuel 2. I'm saying 1 because it's 1 Samuel is the name of the book. Right. Because there's going to be a 2 Samuel. Yeah, so 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 18.
0: It's funny because right up until this point, there was nothing confusing nothing about this like book. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everything was clear. Now was it's getting weird. Clear cut, yeah. <laughs>
1: The child Samuel had Shiloh. (laughs) Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. His mother used to make for him a little robe and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord repay you with children by this woman for the loan that she made to the Lord. And then they would return to their home and the lord took note of hannah she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters and the boy samuel grew up in the presence of the lord you think she was playing the long game like you think like she knew like you know yo let me just drop this one kid give him to the lord
0: and then like all right i'll have all these kids i don't know i think what really happened here at first, I was gonna, the joke I was going to make was when Eli was telling this dude, have many more sons, he was like, yo, Ixnay, man, enough with the kids. I don't want no more. Then I realized, do you know why Hannah was not having children? Because she was 12. <laughs> 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 and now she's of childbearing age. And she's having fucking kids, man. That's gross. You're probably. <laughs> but I'm probably right. Is you're what probably you right. Say. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad your fucking mental perversions like <laughs> Uh, no, no, Conclude no, no, that no, she no, was 12. I'm aware of other people's So you were picturing vibrations. her as a 12 year old? I was not picturing
0: her at all. Okay.
1: Well, don't turn <laughs> this around on me.
0: This guy married a freaking child. That's why she wasn't having kids. Nah, that
1: is. That might be the most astute observation
0: that you've made in this entire time. It might actually be. Yes. Yeah. yeah this, see what happens when I don't read? I get to like, really analyze. All
1: right. That's good. Prophecy <laughs> against Eli's household. Now, Eli was very old. He heard all that his sons were doing to all Israel, and how they lay with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He said to them, Why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all these people. No, my sons, it is not a good report that I hear the people of the Lord spreading abroad. If one person sins against another, someone can intercede for the sinner with the Lord, But if someone sins against the Lord, who can make intercession? But they would not listen to the voice of their father, for it was the will of the Lord to kill them. (laughs) So here we go. So basically, I guess the Lord has hardened their hearts. (laughs) Of course. All right. So... um Someone on Twitter uh, said that the quote of our last episode was No good deed goes unpunished in this book Oh, in this book, no good deed goes unpunished That was a quote we said? Yeah, we said that and someone on Twitter like said We're probably the first people that ever said that too Um, That's the quote of the episode
0: Hmm. Are you checking your tweets while you're reading? Like how good are you, man? What? You can check the Twitters while you're reading? It's amazing
1: now, the boy Samuel continued to grow <laughs> both in stature and in favor with the Lord and with the people. Yes, sir. So, well,
0: let me ask you this. So, Eli why hearing— you,
1: Scott, for those listening, raised his hand to ask a question. I don't want
0: to just jump on and interrupt because, right. like, if I raise my hand and you decide, like, you really want to keep reading, you would, like, you would. Uh, okay, that's good. I back. like that. All We're, right. Doing, like, some signaling back All and forth. Right. Like, don't steal third. Yeah. So, um,. Now I don't know what the fuck I was saying. All right. So the, in the previous thing, the father was hearing bad reports about his sons. They were banging whoas, And now they're talking about, now the boy Samuel continued to grow both in stature and in favor. What do Eli's sons think of Samuel? Did he adopt him? Like, is he, like, treating him like a, a son of his own? Like they probably boy. think he's like a teacher's pet. Yeah, I feel like there's some he's conflict. like a suck up. There's gonna be some conflict. Well, it's obvious yeah. what's gonna happen already because it
1: says God wants to kill them, so he's probably gonna <laughs> set them up right to like sort of like bum rush Samuel, and then he's gonna like endow Samuel with like special powers,
0: and God's gonna kill these boys through Samuel. That's not even speculate, man. Keep up the keep up the good reading, man. This fucking chair needs some oil, man. It's uh, what do you call it? Uh,
1: if we don't learn from history, we're destined to repeat history. It's like yeah. the same shit keeps playing out. Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> shame
0: on you. I won't get fooled again.
1: Yeah, that sure does <laughs> need some fucking oil, bro. Yeah. All right. A man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus the Lord has said, I revealed myself to the family of your ancestor in Egypt when they were slaves to the house of Pharaoh. I chose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to offer incense, to wear an ephod before me, and I gave to the family of your ancestor all my offerings by fire from the Israelites. Why then look with greedy eye at my sacrifices and my offerings and honor your sons more than me by fattening yourselves on the choicest parts of every offering of my people Israel. What's going on? Are you following this? Yeah, but What's I, happening? I'm
0: not. All right. So apparently some fucking stranger shows up. <laughs> a man of God came to Eli. Yeah. Like, Eli is a man of God. So what is he like? He's like a better so man another, of God? So like, another priest or whatever. All right. And he's basically saying, like, Yo, here's the history. Here's my history. Basically he's like throwing down his credentials. Well, he's like, saying I'm God, God told me this. I'm and I'm better than you. No, I think he's uh.
1: relaying God's message. It says, Thus uh. the Lord has said. And then it's like a colon, I revealed myself. So I'm assuming I is God. Like this is
0: God speaking in the first person. Oh. I revealed myself to the family of your ancestor in Egypt when they were slaves. And that, that, that's hundreds of years ago now. So maybe an angel? Maybe this is an angel? It's God. I don't know. Isn't isn't God an angel? Isn't, on the I, don't know, God? I don't know, but it specifically says, the Lord has said. So what is the Lord saying? Yeah, but it's saying, but thus the Lord has said, is it already in quotes? It's almost like the man of God is saying... Thus the Lord said, and then there's another, well, it's not another set of quotes, but I, I don't know, man. A guy shows up to Eli, and he says, um,
1: here's what God told me. Mm. And then he tells Eli, That's what here's I'm what like, God yeah. it's told It's a secondhand me. story. And yeah. God told him, I revealed myself to the family of your ancestor in Egypt. So he revealed himself to Moses. So this guy is like related to like Moses.
0: He's, he's he's dropping credentials on
1: I chose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest. Oh, Aaron. He's talking about Aaron. Because oh, Aaron is like the, you know, the original fucking priest.
0: Yeah, that guy.
1: Why then look with greedy eye at my sacrifices and my offerings and honor your sons more than me by fattening yourselves... So he's saying, fucking, you're not doing right by me, man. You're fucking living the earthly fucking life, and you're not giving me the fucking sacrifices I deserve. Do you know what this
0: is? Yeah. This is a message to every Joel Olstein and every televangelist where, like, they, I need a 737 MAX. That's pretty to good. To spread the word of God. Yeah. And, like, no, you're supposed to get a biplane, motherfucker. Mm. The Lord is supposed to get the 737 MAX. Nice. That's right. You should quote this. So Samuel
1: uh, 1, Samuel (laughs) 2 (laughs) verses is a fucking direct attack on televangelists. All right. So, therefore, the Lord, the God of Israel declares, I promise that your family and the family of your ancestor should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor And those who despise me shall be treated with contempt. See, a time is coming when I will cut off your strength and the strength of your ancestors' family. No one in your family shall ever live to old age. The only one of you whom I shall not cut off from my altar shall be spared to weep out his eyes and grieve his heart. All the members of your household shall die by the sword. The fate of your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, shall be the sign to you. Both of them shall die on the same day. I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. I will build him a sure house, and he shall go in and out before my anointed one forever. Everyone who is left in your family shall come and prostrate himself before him for a piece of silver or a loaf of bread, and shall say, Please put me in one of the priest places that I may eat a morsel of bread. This dude's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: God, man. Constantly with his bullshit. I, you know what? You know what? I know you've said this before that sometimes I come off as a God apologist. But I got to tell you, I'm not mad at God right now. I'm not mad at Eli either, except for that fact that he was a bad parent. He should have checked these sons of his. Because he was probably telling his sons, you got to stop acting like this. you got to stop acting like this. And they're like, God, this, God, that, F God, whatever. You think Eli yeah, didn't God.
1: check his sons? You think he didn't like try to raise them properly?
0: Uh, I mean, I guess he probably tried, but didn't try hard enough, man.
1: Well, in any event, it seems like God's got it in for them. And when Yahweh has it in for someone, we all know what the likely outcome is going to be.
0: I thought Hophni and Phinehas were mentioned in the last chapter, not as Eli's sons, though. Yeah.
1: So, I, I, I gotta say, like, I, I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. You know why? Because this ain't the book of Hafnis and Phineas.
0: You know what? Those, those, they were similar names, but they weren't the same name. So, yeah. <laughs> They're I mean, fucking with you, man. Don't well, you see?
1: Man. They're fucking with you on purpose so that it's so confusing. You got to show up once a week to have some dickhead, like, read the shit to you and explain it to you. Yeah. That's why you just got to listen to this show. Just listen to this show.
0: Yo, is Eli shitting himself right now? Is that how we're leaving off this chapter, man?
1: Eli is like humming a humming a yeah. uh, but he's he, old too, though. They already said he's pretty fucking old at this point. But he put all his eggs in the two sons' basket, and those two sons are about to feel Yahweh's wrath. Yeah.
0: So I guess uh, he's better. He better adopt Samuel, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. By the way, uh, we have a Patreon. Nice. And we received a very generous donation from someone. No way. Yeah. And by the way, there was a condition. Uh So this person, um, it was Tyson K. Um, They left a very generous uh, one-time donation to us. But here's the message.
0: Yo, is it a 737 Max?
1: You have to... This is a direct quote. Shit. You have to mock Southern yokels using accents and yee <laughs> okay? <laughs> so you. apparently this person is a fan of making fun of Southerners and yee So I will say this to all of our Southern fans. You know, I, I'm sorry, but the audience has spoken. I, this is what the audience wants to
0: hear. And who am I to stop them? I agree with you. But let me stop you right now. I don't think you should do it now. Not now. We're right, we're deep into an episode. I think if they gave a generous donation, they deserve like top billing. This shit shouldn't come on the tail end of the episode. Maybe we tell people tune in next week where you you accommodate this person's request. Okay, and like that, you know what I'm saying. I mean I don't think not right, like, sure he shouldn't have to sit through all this bullshit. That's cool. We like, could do cool. that. And by the way, we I, have a mail I would like to
1: say that. Um, All right, so we'll do a mailbag next time because we—I'll tease this one. We've got um, one of our patrons, Rascal White Oak. Okay, yo, Um, is that his
0: real name? Don't don't be name drop. his real
1: name, (laughs) Rascal
0: White Oak. He's a Native American. So so
1: Rascal White Oak um, has entered into a direct competition with um, our uh, listener from last week, whose like message I read. Okay. Remember, like someone left us a message on Twitter about how they're listening to us, and he, they and, live
0: around a bunch of like they're like the only atheists in their their hood. Yes, right, right,
1: yeah. And how they gave us like the whole history of like uh, Yahweh and the like, Stargate why references he could be and all that. Stargate. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. So um, Rascal White Oak uh, says he can't be outdone by some. I'm quoting now. <laughs> This is how he, he ends the message, which I'll share next time. Yeah, yeah, Bit of an overshare, but I can't be outdone by some fucking Oki on Twitter. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> so
1: um, this person uh wrote us a message, and that's how he ended it. So this – not oh, no. This is great. We want to foster we'll competition yeah, sure. between our sure. listeners in order to create content for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so – I think that's we something to look forward to so for next the week. So the
1: Oki from uh wherever the fuck the Bible Belt that talked about Stargate or whatever. I don't know. I stopped listening cuz after I read like Bible Belt like I I stop listening cuz no one with worth anything to say lives in the Bible Belt, you know. Like they could tell me all they want, you know. Well, I'm I'm a blue democrat <laughs> but I live in the Bible Belt. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like Whatever, <laughs> you uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, move yeah. move somewhere real. Um, yeah, so to all of our southern like you know family, whatever. Uh, blah blah blah. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Uh, yep.